Tusen tak. Wait. Hey. Hey, Svel. Let's start over, girl. Moi, kitos, tusen tak. Hey, Sveria. Oh, my goodness. Long story short. It is time to visit the Nordics. We, of course, are talking Iceland, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Finland, a very strong grouping of Eurovision Song Contest participating countries, very rich history. I think all of them have won except for Iceland, and Iceland, of course, has come close, second with Selma. In any case, Devon! Hey, William. I know that you are a huge fan of some of these countries. You've been to many national selections in the Nordic region. Yes, I have. Most notably, your favorite dance melody Grand Prix. Oh, it's weak. That competition, honestly, I know Emily DeForest won. I am so frequently disappointed in recent years with DMGP. However, there are some great songs that have come out of Denmark. Um, I liked Basim. Oh, wow. And, you know, and I, I always get super excited when you get off to cover UMK. Mm. Girl. I love that competition. It's so strong. Finland has really upped their game in recent years. It's just, a, it's also, it's not even just about the competition. They do it in a really friendly way. Like even their graphics, there's something about it. Gosh, an MGP is... Girl, we go on forever. In any case, should we go back and forth and reveal our number five, our number four, our number three, our number two, and our number one? Let's, Let's do it. Oh, Lord. You know, the reason I'm keeping my glasses on, there are multiple reasons. I'm very tired. But also those northern lights, they shine so bright. All right, Devin, why don't you kick us off with your number five, your dead last for the Nordic region. Ah, William, I love your use of words because the way you go, you're dead last, now makes me feel like my number five reveal is just an unfortunate position to be in. Well, it's my Dance Melody Grand Prix winner. Ready the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good yeah. song, but I just think that this is a really strong group of songs. And I think qualification is not certain. Also, as strong as the song is, the live um, performances that I've seen, certainly online, have been, um, yeah, th there hasn't been the strongest live delivery. vocalist in this song there's a very feel-good ABBA quality about it and it's very sing-along and it's very good you know and I also like the story of how the song came about like it was written in parts there's a lot I like here but I just feel like you know increasingly Eurovision has very strong entries and I just don't think that this will make the cut William you need to take those glasses off because <laughs> I need to you I'm getting so distracted by this listen they're not my number five you need to, girl, I need so, to, you need to deliver that with sincere respect. 
they're not my number five. So I'm going to have to come back and defend them momentarily. But this has really grown on me with the live performances. I think there's a wonderful drum break where they all go gather around the drummer and they're dancing and they're crazy and they're wild and their personality comes out, like that kind of rocky edge comes out. Um, I didn't feel it at Dance Melody Grand Prix. It kind of passed me by, but I will sing their praises when I reach them, which is later in this. My were number- they in the Netherlands? They were in Amsterdam, yeah. Can you tell me what that performance was like? Because the it live performance- I, I enjoy, I think- The Eurovision party was not good. The thing is, the London Eurovision party, that venue, it, you need to be there to fully understand the power of the London party. That venue is more like an intimate space, connection between the artist and the performer and the audience, sorry, the audience and the performer, because there's very little distance. Whereas Amsterdam is more of a concert feel. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, they're different things. Like you could understand why fans in England really love the London Eurovision party, because it's that intimate connection. Whereas in Amsterdam, that's not what you're going for really, because you know, I always stand in the back at Amsterdam because I like to see the full stage. But anyways, long story short, is ready. They delivered. They were ready for the show. You should watch it. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, I think it's really catchy. Yeah, I think a lot of pop rock songs tend to end up sounding the same. Let's just keep it real. Um, and this falls into that genre, but I like it. But listen, my number five, and I, I honestly, this ring light is too bright. Uh, no, 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 there's no ring light. The ring light is it's, too bright. Hard. There's a ring light. Girl, you see? You <laughs> Don't hide behind your rankings. Take the glasses off. Have you deliver. seen The Haunting of Be Hill House? Honest. The Haunting of Hill House, honey. <laughs> Listen, Have you William seen The Haunting Adam. of Hill House? William the Adams. Your honesty needs to come from within. And it needs to, I need to see it in your eyes. Don't There's drop honesty a honesty all over this body, girl. I've been eating pizza. Girl, my body's about the to truth. drop a, Listen, my number, about, my number no, five is Iceland. drop a shady score. No, I my number five is to... Iceland. Don't hide behind those glasses. No, I, I can say this with 100% sincerity. I interviewed the three sisters of Sister with I a Y. Your interview. They are so lovely. They're like warm, kind, open You friendly. didn't even know there were sisters. I thought that was so funny. Honey, as you know, I've had a very turbulent month. I've had such a turbulent month. I've been, I was in Morocco and then I was in Atlanta. All these things are happening. And so I just, I was really catching up in Amsterdam, to be honest. I was really playing catch up. And um, when I met them, I was really, I don't know, I was really touched by them because we spoke off camera as well. Like, as you know, you love the Icelandic delegation as well. They're like, you know, Felix and Runar, they're just like lovely people. Um, yeah, they're just like sincerely lovely people, full stop, you know. And we, Iceland is a country we want to win because we want to go there for two weeks, it'd be iconic. But anyways, long story short, I had not listened to the sister's song in full until recently. And it's, just, it's not for me. I think it's beautiful. I love their harmonies. I think they've got good presence. You remember their name? You yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I do know their names. Siga, Betta, and Ellen. Siga, Betta, and Ellen, S-E-E. -E. Take F -E -E. the glasses off. Take the glasses off. Listen, honey, listen. They're a beautiful group. This song will reach many, many people. I am not one of them. <laughs> and that's okay, because music is all about different strokes, different folks. I wish them nothing but the best, and I can't wait to see them in Torino. I just think the song needs a remix. I'm in like, I have to say. <laughs> I, would, I would love to have the club version of this. Um, it's, it's a beautiful story, the rising sun, the warmth, hashtag perfect harmony. 
For me, it just doesn't stand out. I think they can create a visual moment in Torino with that massive stage. The advantage they have is the stage in Torino is built around the sun, right? It's a huge sun-like orb with moving arches. It recreates the universe. They could do something very special for a song about the rising sun. So this is kind of the dark horse in that sense. Like right now, I would say this is a clear non-qualifier. However, with staging and that sun, with that sun, who knows what they could do? Did you see the 3D rendering of the stage in motion? Listen, yes, I did. It's on wibbyblogs.com. Listen, what I will say is this. There's an undeniably sophisticated execution here. And I deeply disagree. I think when, in terms of the subject matter. One second, is this your number four? No, it isn't, oh, William okay. B. Adams. Okay. Please try not to annoy me on this occasion. What I will say is that when you look at the theme, it's mostly closely linked to France, which has a forest, bonfire, nature calling theme. And this is light years more superior. You think I seem superior to France? Absolutely. Absolutely, without a shadow of doubt. Perhaps musically, but in terms of the overall performance, you think Iceland is better than France? I think Iceland is far superior to France. That's interesting. I'm going to respectfully disagree. Um, and we'll come to that in another video on the automatic qualifiers, Big Five. Well, the unfortunate thing about their situations is that one of them automatically goes to the grand final while the other has to fight for a spot. You know, and I think Iceland is really decent. There's a, do you know the American-Israeli group called Haim? I don't. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, actually, no. You may not. If you don't like Sister, you're probably not going to respond to that. You but, yeah. call this decent. Now, decent in my dictionary <laughs> is not an endorsement. Decent means borderline. Do you think this is going to the final? I think it Bye, is my love. See you. I think it is borderline. I think it is borderline, but but that does not deprive it of its quality. Okay, no, I accept that. I accept that. The thing at the end of the day, they are very good vocalists, and this is a song competition, so that's only going to help them. Look, I wish them nothing but the best. I honestly, I know that you're going to try to make me look all shady, blah blah blah. Well, you know what, if you take off your sunglasses. Can we point something out? Of all these videos we're doing, like of groupings, this is one of the strong, I mean, Nordic and Big Five this year, those are strong regional groups or strong groups, right? The Baltics, yeah. ex-Yugoslav, this, this is a tough field. So even putting something last here doesn't mean it's dire. Let's just make that clear. I'm just, hey, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. You're not keeping it real. You're trying to I'm justify keeping it real in your, quarantine, girl. You're oh. trying to justify your unacceptable rankings. And you know what? Unacceptable okay. rankings. Unacceptable. I didn't put criticize you putting Denmark last. last. You put Denmark last. You put Denmark dead last, and they are ready for the show. Okay. They are ready for the show, girl. All right, we need to move on. We need to move on. What is your number four? It's not Iceland. Okay, well, what is it? <laughs> it's probably your number one. 
Exactly. My number four is. You're kidding me. Seriously. You're kidding me. Seriously. Musically, visually, this is slaying. Not for me. And before that wolf eats my grandma, gives that wolf a banana, gives that wolf. And before that wolf eats my grandma, gives that wolf a banana, gives that wolf. Give that wolf. Are you biased against wolves? Are you more of a bear? Actually, the only bias I have is positive because (laughs) I am a huge fan of Benjamin Adams. I have loved A1 and still do for several years. I'm such a fanboy. And there is a big rumor that Benjamin Adams is one of Subwoofer. You can you confirm or deny? I can neither confirm nor deny. However, I can confirm one thing. I couldn't tell you a single A1 song. <laughs> I could not tell you a single, I didn't grow up in this country. And so when everyone's going on about you A1. Said the love was just a state of mind. Doesn't sound like a hit. Oh my God, that doesn't was number sound like two. A hit. That was number two. Where, in Norway? In the United Kingdom. Well, I, you know, things have improved in the charts since then, clearly. Oh my God, how can you not like A1, William Leanne? I don't how dislike them. Not- Honey, in America, A1 is a steak sauce, not a band. So it's hard for me to relate. So who do you like, Danity Kane? Don't know them. Oh my God, <laughs> they've got three platinum albums and they're American and they've had so many hits. One of my okay. best friends from university was in a band called North and South. Do you remember them? It was a UK boy band, North and no. South. Did they have it? Yeah, Ziggy was in it. Ziggy from Big Celebrity Big Brother, he was in it. This is like in the what? 90s. North and South? Yeah, you might recognize them. What was their hit? I don't know, I didn't grow up in this country. Wait, but do you, I mean, surely you think Norway is gonna qualify for the final. The title of this video is Rank Your Best Nordic. Right, so it's best Nordic. Norway is not my best Nordic. I, I'm really shocked that you're going to rank Iceland above Norway. I think Iceland is quality. I don't think Norway is. You don't think Norway has good production? You don't think Norway makes you move your body? Can you, you tell Norway me what Norway is a memorable hook? Can you tell me what Norway is about? Like, I think the ly- yeah, yeah, the lyrics in Norway are so deep and so complex, they can apply to many things. I think one can't view this as concrete. It's much more abstract and applicable. I think, yes, it could be about coronavirus. It could be about vaccination. Um, It could also be about, you know, giving grandmother something else she needs, you know, whether that's love, whether that's a healthier pension. I don't know, there are many ways to look at this. Liking somebody's dentures and Telling them that you love their hairy coat with nothing underneath. Honey, uh, they, uh, they accept bears, they accept wolves, they accept otter cubs. You name the animal. Ben Adams and Mr. Gaucho, they're accepting everybody. Is that saliva or blood dripping off your chin? It's a good question. I would want to know. Did, 
if you don't like the name Keith, I'll call you Jim. I mean, it's better than what you could, like, that's really friendly. It's like, I'm giving you an alternative. And before that, Wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana. And give them a beautiful yellow font on stage. It's pow, it's high impact. Did you watch the Amsterdam Eurovision and Concert remix performance? They say your grandma tastes best. William, you've got to remove those glasses. I need to connect. Listen, I was trying to be like the wolves. Um, I don't know, it's funny. They're just really funny. Their social media campaign where they're talking, um, basically they, they can do things better than other acts. So like they take Brooks clip and then they do Brooks motions or they took the Albanian clip and they squeeze the bottom. I mean, it's really funny. They're very amusing. I thought- I like was, your interview with them. It's great. so funny how- They're great. Yeah, it's so funny how you would try to kind of execute this interview and they would just not. <laughs> you know, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna focus on my questions because I can control nothing else <laughs> but what I ask. And you, sometimes you just have to roll with it. All right, look, well, I haven't heard a compelling reason why this is number four yet. So we're just gonna move on. Um, um, William, I haven't heard. Okay, let's debunk the lyrics here. What, what, what do you think the song is about? I like the pandemic approach. I do think that this is about grandma being vulnerable to getting COVID, the wolf, could be, you know, coronavirus, or it could be people who refuse to get vaccinated. Either way, they pose a threat to grandma. And so before that wolf, this virus or this super spreader can get to grandma, you need to feed them a banana, AKA AstraZeneca, AKA give me some of that Sinovac, AKA give me some of that Moderna, AKA what's the other one? Pfizer, BioNTech, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I read it. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Give me bone degeneration. Give me arthritis. Give me calcium. blood clots. Sure, that's fine too. Maybe the banana is calcium. Maybe the wolf is osteoporosis. Either way, grandma's gonna slay if you feed the wolf. There's nothing about corona here, William. Nothing. Zero. Can I mean, you tell I... me, what, what is it about? What is it about? I think it's just a really vulgar set of lyrics that have very little meaning and have been constructed to feed the um, the track, the track. So we've got a track, we've got a killer bass line, we've got a yeah, thumping killer. beat, and we just need to kind of put random words in it so that, to give the appearance of us singing something, but actually none of this makes sense. It's amazing. Musically, even if you strip this of the lyrics, musically, this makes you move. The audience in Amsterdam went wild. And to me, that is such a big endorsement of this song. But we're going to move on. My number four is Denmark. Owl girls are <laughs> Owl girls are ready for the show. I just was We're not ready for the top, Billy. No, because this is a show we've seen before. <laughs> you know, it's like it's good, but we've seen this millions of times. I just don't think there's anything unique about this. And that's my issue. I like it. They surprised me live. They were better than I thought they would be. 
you know, but I've heard this song done a million times by a million people, uh, you know, and if you don't have the budget of a Blink-182, you know, it's going to come off as a little derivative. So that's all I have to say. I wish them all the best. Um, but yeah, I'm not ready for the show to be in the final. You I'm know not. what I love? The chastisement of Devon, you put Dead back last. And actually, you're just a notch above. My, my number three is two notches above your number five. You're dead last. It's Iceland. Okay. It's a good song. It's good. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's excellent. It, it, there's there's a serene quality here. I like the sisterhood vibe. I like the way they've retold the story, how the significance of winter coming, you know, coming out of winter and into the spring has been captured in this sort of bubble of, um, of musical explosion. There's just so much that I like here. I wish they'd gone for a name which is more memorable. And... <laughs> Yeah, and I wish that this is an entry that will respond super well to a larger budget. Let's put it that way. There's yeah. something about, yeah. It's a really good starting point, but with a much more expansive budget, this could really surprise. Again. And also. Oh, go on. Go on. No, no, you go I on. actually agree with you. As I mentioned, how the stage is the sun. Of all the acts this year, this is the act that will benefit the most from this specific stage. No doubt. Absolutely. And I, and I think that, um, you know, in keeping with the Eurovision um, theme this year of The Sound of Beauty, there's so much beauty here. And that beauty is layered. And that beauty is, um, it's, it's immersive. There's something about this that I think it's it's so good. It's really, really good quality. And the unfortunate thing about Iceland, I think, is that its appreciation comes with enduring repeated spins. So this is not going to get you lit immediately. But if you stick with it, the payoff is so fabulous. Girl, my girl sounds tantric. <laughs> right. William Lee Adam. So I should What say, is your number three? It gets complicated for me because my top three, I like all of them actually. I didn't think I would initially, but all my number three has grown so much. Okay, hold up, William. Be very careful from this point onwards, because if you annoy me, it's not going Listen. to be Oh, no, no, no. I need those eyes. Eyes, girl. Honey, I didn't sleep because I don't feel well, so I can't have my eyes so exposed. My number three is Finland, Jezebel. Okay, you're doing this video on your own. Jezebel. I'm checking out. Yeah. 
Yeah, Deadman number three. That's because the Nordic region, look at the bookies, Deadman. The Nordic region's got songs up there. Um, Jezebel, when we heard the studio cut, I completely just, I thought it was bland and boring. Then live, their stage show in UMK, which a lot of people didn't like, apparently. I thought it was good. Like, I really like the black and yellow theme. I really like Lori's stage presence. I really like just the way they vibe together. They're, I mean, look, they're seasoned, right? They're seasoned. So they know how to perform live. So obviously, any live performance from the Rasmus is going to be better than just a studio cut because they're so seasoned. I, yeah, no, this is good. I don't think it's the winner of Eurovision. I do think this is easily going to the final. I see no universe in which they do not make the final. They're opening semifinal two. I can understand that because this is this is going to make people want to keep watching because it will be good. It will be solid. It's my number three in a very competitive region. However, that doesn't mean I don't think this is left-hand side of the scoreboard at Eurovision. I could see this on the left-hand side in the final. I could. I don't think it's aiming for the top five unless the staging. I don't think it's aiming for the top 10. Well, top 10, Soft Engine came top 10 and this. I'm sorry, hmm. you're saying that the Rasmus hmm. aren't as good hmm. as Norway, Savulfer. You need to check your diction. What I'm saying is the Rasmus's Jezebel is not as good as Norway's Subwoofer's Give That Wolf a Banana. I'm comparing songs, not groups. Let's keep it real. No, there's nothing real about that. There's nothing, <laughs> there's real, nothing about real. There is no universe in which Jezebel is picking it, it, no no have you looked at no. the betting odds i'm not alone in thinking this i mean norway has been up in the betting odds consistently for a reason people are talking about them for a reason the song is actually good i'm just gonna pretend i didn't hear any of the nonsense you just said earlier so give me your number three number three Who's, I've given you my number three. It's my number two I'm going to give who's you. Your, who's your number three? Iceland. Oh, yeah. Who's your number two? Hold me closer. It's Yeah, it's a good song. It's, it's a good, good song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's great. It's a good song. Um, the lyrics here are of particular importance to me. Um, you know, they tell this personal story of finding the perfect one, mm. but at the wrong time. And, yeah. and I think that it's a really clever take on a love story. You know, it's not the obvious dimension of I love you, you love me, you left me heartbroken. It's, yeah, it, it's just a very clever take on losing love within the context of falling in love, where everything works, but the timing alone, if that's off, then everything's off. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's really good. Um, my issue with, with this is, 
the enunciation is poor. I think that there could be better clarity and Cornelia's vocals. Um, I think Cornelia is the strongest songwriter because she did write the song. And vocally, this could have been delivered better by an established stable of Melody Fesca. At least please allow me to talk. An established stable of Melody, Melody Festival and stars. So riding on the Sweden ticket is an easy game. William Lee <laughs> I'm so disgusted by everything you're saying that I just have to like cover my face so you don't see my contempt. Oh, with all due respect, you've just attacked a band that has sold five and a half million records and nine gold albums. I didn't attack a band. I said it was good. Oh. I just put it number three. Oh yeah. And that in itself is an insult. So, you know, yeah, I just, I, I just think that uh, Cornelia Jacobs is a compelling songwriter. And I think that Hold Me Closer is an excellently composed entry but could be executed much better. All right, I'm gonna defend her when I reveal my number one. As for now, I will just say my number two is Subwoofer. Before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Give that wolf. If you could have been in Amsterdam, Deben, in that audience, people were loving this. This was so good. It was gripping their dynamic. They're not just, you know, a three-minute pony. They're wolves, and these wolves can mix it up. I even like that they had this proper LED, not LED, but proper graphics on the Amsterdam stage. It really fit. The DJ adds his own hype beast element. It's just good. It's infectious. It's catchy. It's weird. It's wow. People who are drunk at that party on Saturday night watching Eurovision, they're going to be like, whoa, the yellow wolves. I'm going to vote for them. Little kids are going to be like, oh my God, mommy, I'm voting for the wolves. There's just so much to like. I here. was not in the Netherlands. So much but to like here. I, I was fully aware that you jumped several hurdles and several, crossed several rooms to interview them. <laughs> Girl, my strategy in that interview room, I was not going to be in that cesspool it was so co it was like a covid like this is you know i just don't want to be in a room with lots of people so i just went to the hallway anybody could go there but no one was using it i was like why is no one using this like very airy very light um hall so i just stood there it was much easier um and god bless the organizers for you know they wanted people to use the room but no one was going in there i guess people were afraid to leave the the main hub Did you have a different interaction with them second time round um, we didn't really interview in Amsterdam because it was really full on and stressy. And like, because I already had an in-depth interview with them and we had already then someone from our team, I think Porig interviewed them in London. I was like, okay, I'm gonna move on to someone we haven't interviewed. Like we hadn't interviewed Armenia yet. We hadn't interviewed Ukraine. We hadn't, inter so, you know, you have to prioritize. Um, but yeah, no, they were great. We, we had interaction. They crashed our interview with Chanel and started yeah, dancing. They're so that. funny, they're so funny. Is in the house. Been a door fell. Behind the house. Ay, ay, ay. King, 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 king. Ah, more prohibido. Uh, oh, subwoofer. Uh, oh, my God. Do you have a question for subwoofer? Uh, I got it. 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 I
Um, all right. It is time. I just, to... no, I just, it's just very difficult for me to take them seriously. <laughs> and, you know. I think that's half the point, though. It, it's they want that discomfort. Because then when you hear them performing, you're like, whoa, these animals can belt. Why are they doing ice cream? I thought it was actually coming from me because an ice cream van also was All the time, crack. honestly. 2 a.m., I'm like, why are you still delivering ice cream? Oh. Anyways, Devin, it is time to hear your number one. Okay, so I'll have to redeem the Rasmus after you've insulted <laughs> them greatly. You know, I just don't think it's okay to just... First of all, can I just say, Earth Calling William Lee Adams... We're judging Jezebel as a song, not the Rasmus as a group. I'm not going to take any sort of, you know, consolation excuses to... I'm sorry, but ranking someone number three in the Nordic region is not an insult. It's a compliment, frankly. This is the Nordic region at the Eurovision Song Contest. Is it Wiley, the Finnish broadcaster? Yes. I have an issue with them. What's that? Sarah Alto, who (laughs) has, who only, in fact, she didn't even have an album at the time. They signed her up to UMK and it's like, okay, choose from, choose from like, what, these six songs that were composed by, and then Darude, dance legend, I get the whole story, but and then the Rasmus had to fight for a spot. Like, how can that be okay? They didn't have to, they chose to. Let me tell you this. Udin Muzgan Kilpailu has become such a big platform. I think they were smart to compete and to win. It was extra exposure domestically for how many weeks? You know, from January all the way to March. It was smart. I think it was a great PR move. I do. Oh, but I think it was such a, there was such a risk attached. I mean, what if they didn't win? Girl, they did. <laughs> they did. You know, I, but anyway, I'm glad they won. And I'm so glad to have them in the family of Eurovision. You know, I like people with credible stripes. And the Erasmus have demonstrated that time and time again. I mean, they were even big in America. Can I just point that out? And the other thing is, <laughs> nine, nine hit albums. Yeah? Five Devin, you always album. do this. Can I just say... Eurovision song contest, not Eurovision backstory contest, not Eurovision album contest, not Eurovision sales in America in 1992 contest, song contest, Jezebel. So what do you think of Jezebel and its chances? I think that Jezebel has become a top 20 hit in um, Denmark. Oh, whoa. Sorry, sorry, sorry. In Denmark. Population what? How many people live there? Norway, Finland, Czech. I mean, like, this is, this is. Only the most influential music market. Which music market have you sold more than two copies? Girl, I'm not a musician. I'm not a musician. Listen, girl. I want to hear this. What are the merits of Jezebel? the song that you think will make the, do you think this could win Eurovision? I want to hear that. I don't want it disregarded. I think it's come to be- That's a no. That's a no. You don't need sunglasses 
to, to flag your shade. That's a no. Let's this comfortably sits on the left-hand side of the scoreboard. This will breathe new life into concert tour dates. This yeah. will put the Rasmus back on the map. This will give rock fans what they're looking for. This is Blind, Ch Blind Channel Revisited. Finland would keep its prominent streak. I think that Jezebel is excellent. I like the fact that they've it uncovers the story of a biblical troublemaker and they've kind of re-energized it for today's world. Um, it's got a really strong infectious quality. And what I like about it is the fans of the Rasmus will connect with this new song as being mm. part of yeah. their breadth of work, as well as introducing new fans to this. I think this is really, really good. My hesitation with Jezebel rests largely on Lowry's vocals, which there have been times when this song has struggled yeah. to hit the highs that we hear in the studio cut. He was good in Amsterdam. I thought he was great in Amsterdam. So. UMK had a few twitches, but thankfully, you know, the Finnish people know, you know, they know their people and that didn't, you know, that didn't sort of uh, punish them. Amazing. Well, we move on to my number one, a song that I think could challenge for the win at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Torino. It is Hold Me Closer from Sweden's Cornelia Jacobs. This is beautiful. This is absolutely stunning. Earlier, you suggested that the vocals were not the best. My rebuke would be this. Her vocals are the best for this song. Do I wanna hear Cornelia Jacobs sing Shares Believe? No, I do not. Do I want to hear Cornelia Jacobs sing Hold Me Closer? Absolutely. Eurovision is about the pairing of singer with song. And this is absolutely stunning. She's having a conversation. Just, just, sorry, just to, and, and you will continue with your point, but just before you move on to another point, hold me closer, Lisa Ajax. Discuss. I don't want to hear her sing this. I don't want, I oh. love Lisa Ajax, but I don't want to hear her voice on this song. This song is so honest and real because it comes from Cornelia. It can only be delivered by Cornelia. You hear the connection. Yes, there's some warbles. It's almost deliberate. She's supposed to be conveying emotion, honesty. You know how our girl from North Macedonia wants to have an honest conversation? Cornelia is having that honest conversation, but she ain't running in circles. She's running to the trophy at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. Many people have made comparisons to Shallow from Lady Gaga. Obviously, this is in no way plagiarism, but I think the vibe is similar. The vibe of honesty, folksy, that's the connection I see. And that's beautiful. I think it works really well. Look, our Zoom call just cut out. And I think that was the power and force of Cornelia Jacobs Jacobs, who is, of course, number one in the Swedish charts. And I think Sweden is a very good bellwether and indicator of what works in mainstream pop. I just love this. 
I love the fact that it's from her. She told our Porig at the London Eurovision party that she rather feels supreme sadness than nothing at all. Our girl's a feeler. And that honesty, that connection makes this a real threat. Their staging is fine. They don't need big bells and whistles. They don't need any of that. They just need her, that intimacy. I love the old school microphone. This just has so much going for it. Um, I really do see this being a potential jury winner, definitely. Televote, I'm less certain about. Um, but as we've seen in recent years, Duncan Lawrence, he didn't win the jury or the televote, if I recall. Mons Elmerlove, he won the jury, but not the televote. You know, it, things can go a lot of different ways. Jamala was second in both. So Sweden just needs to sort of do well with both. And I think that's definitely achievable. I could see it winning the jury. What about you? Uh, you clearly like this more than I do. And <laughs> no, no, you clearly like more than I do. And, and it's difficult sometimes when somebody likes something so much, it feels like any sort of dissenting voice automatically puts me in the category of, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, sorry. I might be. He's so cute, isn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah, automatically, very antisocial cats you've got. They but are not, girl, they bond to me and my husband. They don't really bond to strangers. Barnaby does. You and Barnaby have a relationship. Mikey's very much, you know, not into strangers. Again, a relationship, you know, that is inconsistent at the best of times. But anyway. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> so sweet. So, yeah, I mean, Sweden is, my number two in this grouping. So I don't dislike it by any means. Um, and I actually think it's one of the best written um, love songs. It's certainly in recent memory, not just Ever. in Eurovision. Ever. Not just, not just in Eurovision, but actually across the pop landscape. My issue is the vocal delivery. And I'm, it's difficult for me to ignore that. What is bad about the vocal? Tell me what point? Because to me, the vocal is flawless for this song. This is not a Mariah no. Carey belted out song, Devin. Not you know how my Celine heart Dion. wants me dead. You know how Lisa Ajax, my heart wants me dead. Yeah. Every note is enunciated to clear perfection. I couldn't pick out what Cornelia was saying. No need to. Uh, it is perfect. No, I think it's perfect. No, I think it could be sharper. It could be sharpened. It could I think if sharpened. it was sharpened, it would lose the authenticity. She's having an honest conversation, Andrea Circle style. An honest conversation that listeners need to hear. I I'm sorry, this is She's the house. She's sharing device. her pain with us, Devin. Well, your pain still needs to be communicated. It doesn't need to be mumbled. It doesn't need to be. No, I think it's. I think it's lazily executed. I think this could be just sharpened. Yeah. Well, you know what? I would suggest for this It may not elevate. be sharpened, but it's got blunt force. And that blunt force makes it a contender. Shout out to Cornelia Jacobs, the latest artist to confirm for the Wee Wee Jam at home. She is going to deliver and she's going to slay. Well, YouTube now has subtitles. And actually, I love her song so much that I've heard it so many times. And I can sing it from start to finish, knowing what she's singing about. But here's the thing, you know, millions of people will be tuning in for the very first time. No doubt on Saturday Girl. night, because she is going straight to the grand final. 
you need to clear the wax out of your ears. As a native English speaker, I know you can understand every single word. I literally understood every single word on first listen. No need to apologize. Second line. Because there's I nothing to, to I would regret. need to listen to it. There's nothing to regret. It's what she, it's what she says, but it's not clear. Regret. Oh, listen. In any case, that's what we think. What do you think? Are any of the five songs in the Nordic region threatening for the win of Eurovision 2022? How many of the five do you think will make the final? And who is most definitely out? Let us know here on Wee Wee Blogs. This is a good group, actually. It's tough. I think we can expect to see three of these in the grand final. You Wow, who's on Pinterest? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Not Cornelia Jacobs. She's too modern and contemporary. I think Sub Wolfer would have a really good <laughs> mood board on Pinterest, don't you? Lots of animals, fairy tale references. But he would even ready the show. Lots of, you know, mm -hmm. Abba costumes, 70s moments. What a bang you know? going on. <laughs> even sisters, you know? Or Honey, sister. Sister. This is not sister. Sister. <laughs> well, while you guys are at it, follow Wee Wee Blogs on Pinterest, where we are turning up mood board after mood board as we journey to Turin in May 2022. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye.